At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, and we've got three absolutely tremendous hours for you as we now turn the corner. The NFL is in the rear view for now. Obviously, we're going to be talking about the NFL draft as it goes along. We're going to be certainly diving in as we get closer and closer to the season once we get the schedule set, all that good stuff. But we've got a lot of NBA to touch upon. We've got a nice college basketball card to take a look at. We've got some MLB season win totals that we're going to be breaking down with Andrew Cayley of covers in about 15 minutes as well. So there's a lot that's going to be going on as that is going to be our first guest in about 15 minutes. See wonderful Andrew Cayley is going to be joining me. We're going to talk a little NBA. We're going to be taking a look at some MLB futures, what he's got all on tap for that. Does a great job whenever he joins my baseball podcast during the season as well. So very much looking forward to these chats with Andrew moving forward. He joins me in 15 minutes in hour number two. Danielle Alvari does great work here at the network, does great work with DraftKings. She's going to be joining me. She's got a few NBA plays and a few college basketball plays that we're going to be having for this Tuesday. She also does a great job just in terms of being able to gauge the West Coast basketball scene as well, those are fans of UCLA basketball. She does a lot of the in-stadium hosting for the Bruins and then in about 90 minutes. So that'd be 1.30 a.m. Eastern time. Jason Weingarten, he always has some funky futures plays for us. Always does a great job of being able to unearth a lot of value. He is going to be joining me. We're going to see what he's all got in terms of the futures market, as I know that he's got some positions in terms of college basketball. I know that he's also been taking a look at more of these foreign baseball baseball leagues. You've got the World Baseball Classic that's going to be going on as well. So we're going to talk a little baseball as well. With Jason in hour number two, and then in hour number three, Tanner Kern. He does a great job as one half of the Fade the Public podcast. He also contributes over at DraftKings. He's going to be joining me, and we're going to be going with a few NBA games for Tuesday. And on top of that, we're going to be getting his thoughts on the NBA Futures Board because, well, we saw a lot of activity at the NBA trade deadline, a lot of moving parts over there. And that's what we've got to talk about right now because. We've got a lot of moving parts with regards to a lot of futures markets. No doubt about it. We're going to be touching upon the NBAs quite a bit. And I certainly did that when we saw the trade of Kevin Durant last week as well. And we've seen a lot of shifts there. But 
terms of college basketball this year, I do think that it's all about trying to unearth teams that you want to sort of buy low on. And then when it gets a little bit too lofty, that's when you want to be in wait and see mode. And you're going to be able to catch my observations for those of you guys that have been locked in on the NFL in tomorrow's newsletter for VSIN or if you're listening to the replay, the newsletter that's going to be coming out relatively soon. If you're a VSIN Pro subscriber, that's a nice little perk there. And I've got really three observations that I want to touch about. And the biggest of which is taking a look at the fact that we don't have a number one team right now in college basketball. Right now, Alabama is playing the best of any team in all of college basketball. And I do think that they also have the highest ceiling of any team in college basketball. We're going to be seeing them on the hardwood on Wednesday. So I'm going to get a nice preview of Alabama versus Tennessee on tomorrow's show. But they've been able to do a nice job giving up fewer than 70 points in every one of their SEC games thus far this season. And they are a team that they play relatively up-tempo. They have those sorts of defensive numbers while being a top-five team in terms of total possessions per game. That's relatively rock-solid, but they certainly have their warts. They're a team that they live and die by the three-point shot. I just always have trepidations with teams that haven't necessarily been able to bust through before. They're going to be facing off against another one of those teams in Tennessee, which very fascinating. They're a team that's at 20-1, to 1, but it's very much a jumbled mess when it comes to the top of the odds board. Right now, if you look at DraftKings, Houston is the top team at 7-1. to 1. You're going to be finding different numbers at different places. Always do be shopping around if you're looking at, I mean, not just college basketball futures market, but any futures market. For those of you guys diving into the 2024 NFL futures, I came on just after our good friends Wes and Femi of Live Bet tonight. I know that they were touching upon that. You're certainly going to be finding different numbers at DraftKings than, say, Circa in terms of the NFL futures market. I was doing my show yesterday. We were seeing the Oakland Raiders here at Circa at 25 to 1. DraftKings at it at 40 to 1. Meanwhile, DraftKings offering a much shorter number on the Jets. Meanwhile, you were able to find a more favorable one at Circa. So always do be shopping around for these. You're going to find a lot more variance in the futures market rather than just a normal game where you're going to find like a half a point on a total or something like that. In the futures market, big difference between getting 10 to 1 and 14 to 1 on your features. So always do keep that in mind, but very much. A jumble mess with regards to a lot of these teams, and it's just always hard to gauge a lot of these like Big 12 teams as well because it is just the conference of brutality right now, and that is a team that is a conference that has a team that I'm starting to warm up on a little bit as well. If you're looking at anyone that I would say is better than 25 to one, Baylor, a team that we saw on display on Monday, really did impress me. I have my trepidations with them. I wouldn't be necessarily making them the favorite, but a nice impressive win against West Virginia and always be taking a look at these teams that maybe they had someone a little bit banged up and someone that enters into the fold could be able to help a team out with that stretch run. And we've actually got a few of those teams this year. Arkansas 55 to one. They're going to be getting Nick Smith back into the fold. He was a McDonald's All-American, a top 20 recruit. That could be absolutely massive in a wide open NCAA tournament. And then you've got Baylor at 20 to 1. They add Jonathan Chama Chachua. I always call him the Energizer Bunny for the Baylor Bears, a guy with size. Been able to add a little bit more to his game in terms of the three point shot as well. Looked really good in the game against West Virginia. And I was taking a look at so That is something that you absolutely do want to note. I personally don't dive too much into the college basketball futures market to start out with just because typically when it comes to the college basketball national champion, it all depends upon the draw. Like, I did fill out my Kansas. I did have Kansas as my national champion last year. That said, at no point during the regular season did I ever have Kansas as my number one power-rated team. The reason why I put them as my champion was because they received a favorable draw. And I do think that this year, more so than ever before, it is going to be based on the draw. And it is going to be based on taking a look at a lot of these teams and identifying all right, is this a good matchup for them in round number two of the tournament? Is this a bad matchup? How did things go in that nature? Also, in terms of college basketball, you're going to be reading a little bit more about this. Overs, they have been white hot recently in college basketball. As a matter of fact, hitting a clip of north of 53.5% over the last five weeks. You've got to expect this to dry up. I mean, just for the sake of the books. you got to expect this to dry up because bookmakers... They know that public is going to bet a little bit more on overs. 
you're typically going to find that books shade up their totals, not just when it comes to college basketball as well. This holds true for the NFL. This holds true for baseball, the NBA. You're able to go down the list. Books are always going to shade their totals a little bit higher, so that way you can, they can get a little bit north of a un, uh, north of a 50% under rate just because that helps them out quite a bit, as we know. When it comes to player props, a lot of it is just being able to hit unders for sports books. Like the Super Bowl was not necessarily the world's greatest result for spokes, sports books in terms of the props. Them being able to get the Kansas City Chiefs to come home was relatively good for them, but the props, a lot of them, not necessarily so savory for them. And also do keep in mind, a lot of these teams that you expect to see in college basketball towards the top, well, they are not necessarily having the world's greatest years. You may be noticing on a lot of these broadcasts that you're going to be watching in the next few days in college basketball, you're going to be like, how in the world is Kentucky among the last four in, first four out? They aren't playing very well this year. Duke has had a not-so-terrific year. North Carolina went down in a fiery heap on Monday. I had a play for the Circa Invitational that we're doing here at VSIN that's hosted by Matt Humans, ironically enough, in this very same time slot. Every single Friday, I took Clemson. Of course, North Carolina goes into flamethrower mode from three-point range in that game. They come back here on Monday, and they throw up a big, giant stinker. They started out going 2 of 22 from three-point range. I believe that they finished something like 5 of 31 from distance overall for the game. Not great, to say the least. It's a North Carolina team that's not been able to figure things out all season long. Duke got jobbed. I think that that's the most appropriate way to put it. I believe that that was on SVP's bad beats on Monday, what we saw in that Virginia versus Duke game. But I mean, even with that, they probably should have gotten that one. But overall, it's been a Duke team and it's not necessarily been so great. Meanwhile, the team that is currently towards the top of the ACC is the Pittsburgh Panthers. Not necessarily what you'd expect. Teams like Florida Atlantic. College of Charleston. College of Charleston is another team that was in action on Monday. They won. They covered easily. They dispatched Northeastern by north of 30 points. These are teams that you want to be taking a look at. Do not be handicapping these teams based on the name on the front of the jersey this year because there's a lot of less than traditional teams that are doing well. One of your biggest money pits this season, if you've been betting on them, that'd be the Gonzaga Bulldogs. They have been absolutely terrible as well. So, I mean, it's just so interesting to take a look at this landscape of college basketball. You're going to be getting a lot of it here on the Greg Peterson Experience and just on the network in general as we're about 30 or so days away from Selection Sunday, give or take a little bit, and it is going to be a rather rambunctious end to the college basketball season. So we're going to have you guys covered there, and it's going to be very, very fascinating to see what we get on the NBA landscape as well. Hopefully we can reduce the load management just a little bit on that front just because it has been a little bit tough to be able to give you guys a lot of pregame looks when it comes to the NBA because when you have no idea who's playing, you don't want to be doing that, and that is something that you do want to be just taking a look at as well. Just any game involving injury concerns, load management in the case of the NBA, you probably do want to be taking a second, third look, always taking that into your into account with regards to your handicapping and a man that we always take into account with regards to great guest Andrew Cayley he does amazing work over at covers we're going to be talking some NBA and MLB with him the next few segments here on the Great Peterson Experience on VSIN the Sports Banking Network at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge in the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VSN experts have got you covered. Become a VSN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VSN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSN shows and guests. Tools like our betting split set let you see where the money and the bets are going on every game. Deep dive betting reports. VEASAN guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts are breaking down brackets, best bets, daily props, and so much more. Do not miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VSIN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network, and this man does an absolutely terrific job on so many different fronts over there at Covers as We've got Andrew Cayley aboard. We go north of the border tonight, and Andrew, it's always great to have you aboard. Thank you. Thanks for having me. North of the border is appropriate today. There's a literal snowstorm going on right outside my window right now, but uh, hopefully we can heat up with some uh, winning bets here. Yep, and it's absolutely important to do so. We actually got some snow out here in Las Vegas like two weeks ago as well, which that was a very, very strange sighting, and I mean, that's a perfect segue because we've got some strange sightings in the NBA with guys like (laughs) Kevin Durant appearing in Phoenix Suns jerseys. We saw all the hoopla at the trade deadline. And just in terms of the NBA, before we dive into some specific games, what teams did you have the biggest stock up, stock down on based on what we saw at the trade deadline? Because there was a lot of movement for a whole bunch of teams. Well, obviously, the the team that saw its stock go the highest was the Phoenix Suns, and they became the favorites at a lot of sports books to win the Western Conference this year, and deservedly so. Kevin Durant is still an all-world scorer, and pairing him with DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, and Devin Booker is uh, going to be a very tough team to beat in the Western Conference, a Western Conference that I would still say is kind of up in the air at this point. Nobody has really separated themselves from the pack. I was wondering if the Denver Nuggets would make a move for a guy like an OG Ananobi, or someone along those lines to help shore up that defense. But they didn't really do anything and stood stood kind of pat there at the trade deadline. So it was very interesting to see that the Suns were the the big movers in the West. Um, In the East, once again, no huge moves besides Brooklyn (laughs) shipping out their entire team. Um, The six teams like the Sixers, Celtics, and Bucks uh, all stood pat um, for the most part. Um, maybe the biggest move being the Bucks getting Jay Crowder there, but I don't know if it, that moves the whole the needle a ton when it comes to the the futures market. But uh, yeah, it was definitely the Suns who were the big winners for, on trade deadline day for me. No doubt about it, and I'm so glad that you brought up that the West is wide open. Just in terms of both the futures market and day to day handicapping, how much have you had to take into account home court advantage when it comes to gauging a lot of these West? conference teams because right now as I see it there's only two teams in the west that have an above 500 record when they're away from home and I think that that's very important if you're taking a look at just teams that you want to be betting on in terms of the futures market and then from a day in day out perspective fading teams like the Warriors when they've been on the road has been very profitable <laughs> this year 
Yeah, <laughs> the Warriors have been the opposite of the Road Warriors so far this season. Just seven wins, and I believe there are 28 road games. Yep. Um, and there's a lot of there's a lot of that going around in the NBA right now. And like you said, looking at the futures market, you want to find teams that are going to be able to keep their defensive intensity up when they're away from home. I think a team to look at in that sense might be a team like the Clippers, and they're still kind of gelling together with why Leonard and, and Paul George finally playing meaningful minutes together. Uh, and they're, they're starting to see the benefits of having two of the greatest uh, wings in the NBA playing together. Um, but I would really look at teams that, um, that are strong defensively and the, the defense travels as opposed to those offense. Like we see with the Warriors, it kind of wanes when they're not in the, the comforts of home. So um, teams that can that can play play defense are the ones I would I would start looking at in that Western Conference. Absolutely, and we're speaking of the West. We're speaking of teams that they did well at the deadline. This is one game of which we do have numbers up in a lot of places. There's a lot of games for Tuesday that you're going to notice. DraftKings has some numbers up, and darn near no other sports book has anything up just because you've got question marks with load management. There are still some guys that they're starting to get with their team because at the trade deadline it takes a few days for everything to get taken care of with physicals get the t's crossed get the i's dotted you're able to go down the list but we do have the suns and the sacramento kings with the suns being a three-point favorite total saying between 130 or 233 and a half and 234 what do you make out of this game because you mentioned it with the phoenix suns they're the biggest stock rising team but i could see a scenario where the Suns might be a good fade for the beginning part of this experiment with Kevin Durant. And as they get more and more chemistry with them, they become a team that you want to back more and more. Um, yeah, that's a great strategy you have for this one, Greg. On top of that, um, the Sacramento Kings are a pretty good basketball yes, team right now with DeMontis Sabonis and, uh, and De'Aaron Fox leading the way. Keegan Murray has been a really good addition for them, uh, rookie out of Iowa just uh, draining threes like nobody's business right now. Um, and that could be a problem for the Suns moving forward. I think the Suns have a great starting lineup, and it's going to be um, tough to beat them in a seven-game series because those guys are so good and Kevin Grant is so great. Um, but they shipped out a lot of their good depth. Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, um, good defensive wings and a, and a strong shooting team like the Kings could be able to take advantage of that. Like you said, particularly early on um, while we're not really sure what we're going to get with Kevin Durant and their, their chemistry issues, the Kings move the ball. Well, they can, um, they, if they can hit some shots, they can definitely show some value here as an underdog, I would say. And I do think that it is interesting to take a look at just this game and the entirety of the board, because I do think that, just taking a look at things for Tuesday, we do have some fascinating matchups like the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks. We saw openers of four with the Bucks moving all the way now to 10 at DraftKings. I have to assume that the Boston Celtics are going to be taking the load management approach with that one. And just in terms of the way that you have been taking a look at some of these games like DraftKings open up the Clippers versus the Warriors. The Clippers at DraftKings open up as an 8.5-point favorite. Right now, I'm seeing at Circa, the Clippers being a 5-point favorite. Just how much have you been trying to take a look at things in terms of load management, in terms of just these guys that are going to be out of the fold, and try to extract a little bit of line value because it has been very unique with what we've been seeing in this NBA season in that teams are very, very much less shameful, to say the least, about saying, you know what, we're just going to rest everyone tonight. You either have to jump on these lines the second they're posted, I would say, or you have to wait until people are officially confirmed in or out. Like that that Celtics Bucks line tells me that Jason Tatum is not playing in this basketball game because there's no way they should be getting 10 points if he is playing. Um, and it's been a very difficult season for handicapping in that sense because of guys being held out and at the very last minute of games, sometimes as late as like 90 minutes before tip off, you'll get a notification saying, Oh, uh, Giannis is not playing in this basketball game now. So um, good luck with your <laughs> bucks minus 10 bet at that point. So it, like I said, jump on the lines right away or, or wait to have, see who is confirmed in or out another way to avoid kind of these situations. And what I've been doing, because we've talked about this in the past, about looking ahead in these spots can be very difficult because of that. So I'm looking at player props a lot. 
Um, because if the guys do go, then hopefully you have your edge. And if they don't go at the worst case scenario, you get your bet voided instead of getting stuck with a, uh, a line that you're not happy with. Yep. And Jalen Brown, as we know, is going to be out of this game. It looks like Jason Tatum is officially doubtful due to an illness in this game. Marcus Smart is dealing with an ankle injury. I think that the towel boy somehow, some way tripped over something. So he's probably going to be out of the fold as well as not necessarily a good situation there as you're going to be looking at a lot of Sam Hauser and Derek White in this game for the Celtics. And I do want to throw this question out there as well before we touch upon a little bit of baseball next segment. When it comes to just taking a look at the futures market in the NBA, how much do you value teams that they've just got a lot of chemistry in general? Because it does feel like a lot of the champions that we've been seeing in recent years are teams that they really didn't add big pieces, but rather they did a good job of being able to build through the draft and just have these guys develop over the years. Well, it's it's certainly valuable, as you can tell. Like uh, the Bucks. This is the Celtics um, and the 76ers. Like I said, they, they basically stood pat at the trade deadline. They like what they've built. And uh, Giannis is obviously a guy that they've drafted. Jason Tatum for the Celtics. Jalen Brown there, too. Um, they like. I think not messing with that chemistry is a big deal. And despite the fact that these teams obviously know each other very well, um, they are happier to stick with those groups than try to Bring in an I, I Kyrie Irving, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm a huge Luka Doncic fan, so it's going to be really interesting to see the the early results for Kyrie and Dallas have been great, um, but we we've all seen what's happened to the last basically <laughs> three teams he's been a part of, so um, it's uh, I I'm very pleased with uh, what these top teams in the East did. I am as well, and. I'm pleased to talk a little NBA MLB with Andrew Cayley of Covers Next right here on the Great Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Greg Peterson Experience is presented by Nicotine Pouches, which is the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or they don't provide the satisfaction that you are looking for, but Nicotine Pouches, they might surprise you. Zin is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco-leaf-free, plus it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction for a pouch. Buy Zin online or find a store that is nearest you at Zin.com. That is ZYN.com today, and a warning that this product contains nicotine, and nicotine, it is an addictive chemical. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Betting Network, and it's great to be rejoined by Andrew Cayley, who does amazing work over at Covers. And Andrew, it is going to be very fascinating to see what we get in baseball this season. I know that you've got a futures play, but first things first, before we dive into some of your futures, how disappointed were you to see that we're going to get the stupid ghost runner on second and I mean, it's just a little bit of venting, but it does have a handicapping angle as well because when you take it under in a major league baseball game with the ghost runner on second, it does make a big difference in terms of the amount of overs that you're going to get because how many times haven't we seen it the last few years where you have a total of like eight, eight and a half, what have you. Game is two to two going into the 10th inning. And boom, with the ghost runner on second, you get a six-run barrage in the 10th inning. I, I don't know how many times we've talked about it on your podcast there, Greg. It's been a lot where we're like, oh. we had this we had this under seven and a half looking great, and then it, it completely changes the game. It it's incredibly frustrating as a as a purist baseball fan. It it's just it's just not baseball to me. It's just not. You put pitchers in these situations which they well, obviously they're prepared for because they're major league players and they pitch with runners on all the time. But to start an inning with a guy on, it just changes what the game is. And that's too bad because baseball is such a, a numbers driven and, and I don't know, feels like a, a classic pure sport and, and doing something like this is, is too gimmicky. I understand that they're trying to get these games to end faster and they don't want games going to 15 and 16 innings sort of thing. Um, but those those games are pretty rare <laughs> for the most part, and I I wish they would have uh, not brought back the Ghost Runner this year. I agree, and 
I mean, we took a look at the KBO a few years ago, and they do ties after 12, and typically in about a 150, I think it might be officially 152-game season, I might have over slash underdone it a few times, most teams end up with three ties. So a Major League Baseball team, throughout the course of the season, they're probably going to have three or four games that goes north of 12 innings. So I don't, I am right there with you. And plus, a lot of those 18, 19 game marathons, they're some of the most memorable ones. They're some of the ones that I remember the most. That game that we saw in the World Series where you've got Nathan Eovaldi just pitching in extra innings. That's still one of the most iconic games I've ever seen in really my adulthood. So I do think that it is very unfortunate to say the least. What is awesome, though, is taking a look at the futures market in terms of the MLB, along with that, some season win totals and I know that you took a look at your favorite team, the Toronto Blue Jays, and you're going to be on the over with them. Right now, I'm seeing them at 90 and a half at DraftKings. Is that a similar number to what you got, and what led you to the over on the Jays? Uh, 90 and a half is the number I got, and I'm on the over. They've won 91 and 92 games each of the last two seasons um, with this this young core that they're they're running back. Obviously, they've made some some big changes this offseason. Um, they trade away young catcher Gabriel Moreno. Um, Teoscar Hernandez and uh, Lourdes Goriel Jr., two of their three outfielders are gone. Um, but they've taken away some of that power in hopes of more uh, hopes of more balance in the lineup. Very right-handed heavy this team was um, the last couple of years. Uh, Dalton Varsho's uh, now in. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer uh, to shore up the defense in the outfield. They signed Chris Bassett to get some more depth in that pitching rotation. Um, so the optimist in me says those moves were smart moves. They're not flashy moves, but I think they make the team better overall. And I think they end up being the second best team in the American League East behind the Yankees. And and they should go over this number of, of 90 and a half wins again this season. We were talking about this team a little bit off air and you joke that it's a team that you always take a look at and you always think over on them, but maybe not so much this year. The LA Angels... Their win total is at 81 and a half. So you're betting whether or not they're going to have an above 500 year. And with the LA Angels, it's just always the same question mark with them. It's always the pitching. We know what we've got in Mike Trout. We know what we've got in Shohei Otani. The rest of the team is a big giant question mark. Anthony Rendon, he's terrific when he's out there on the field, but he hasn't been out there on the field very much. He's been a big giant waste of money as a result. I don't know what you make out of this team, but... Until I see it, I can't bet on an Angels over. And just on a day-in and day-out basis, they do have some nice pitchers that I've been able to develop a little bit more for the team. But I'm just confounded with this team, especially that bullpen. Like I want so badly to bet the over with the Angels as I basically do every year because you sit there and you look at Trout and you look at Otani and you look at a few other pieces there and you're like, oh, this team should be a good baseball team. But year after year after year, um, the pitching disappoints. The bullpen is usually pretty terrible. Um, and just no support for, for those two huge guys in that market. It's So we're betting on whether or not they have a winning season this year. None of their moves were, were huge ones this offseason. Hunter Renfro, Brandon Drury. Uh, Drew Urshela, um, those are solid moves to help support those teams, but they they still don't have the pitching. And this is what we talk about. They, the pitching isn't there. They spent an entire draft class, it felt like, on pitchers, and they still don't have pitching. It's until they show that that pitching is improved. It's This is either a stay away number or or it's an under still until they, they prove that they can they can start winning games with consistency. There is no disagreement with you there. And when I take a look at this, I think it's so fascinating because right now at DraftKings, They've got a prop. Any team to win over 105 and a half games. And we've seen quite a few teams be able to break the 100 win plateau in recent years. Heck, we remember the Giants came from absolutely nowhere whatsoever to win north of 110 games in that great season against the LA Dodgers. Both teams were able to exceed that number that season, and they were in the same division. Now, I can't pinpoint which team it's going to be. Obviously, the most obvious choice would be the Dodgers, but now they have to deal with a Padres team that 
I mean, boy, you want to talk about doubling down, tripling down, and just fortifying everything. The Padres have certainly done a great job with that, and the Giants, they still aren't a pushover either. I think a team goes over. I just don't know which team it's going to be other than perhaps the Dodgers, and I think the Yankees might have a little bit of a possibility based on how they played the first half of last season. I think you, uh, that's the team I was going to mention there, Greg. It's the New York Yankees. They obviously did a wonderful job to bring back um, Aaron Judge and then re-signing Anthony Rizzo was, as well is a huge thing for that clubhouse. He's a clubhouse leader there. Um, I think a, a part of that reason is, is getting Aaron Judge back. Um, this offense, obviously, it's a lot of home runs, and they're going to hit a lot of home runs this season again. Uh, but the big thing for me <laughs> was the signing uh, of uh, Carlos Rodon. That's like such a huge move for uh, a team like the Yankees. They won 99 games already last year, and we, in doing so, we we still kind of questioned how like how good is that pitching? Garrett Cole kind of had some some parts in the season where like, oh, is he taking a step back a bit? But He's still a very, very good pitcher. Um, like the, they just have a lot of depth now. Severino should be back and fully healthy this year as well. Um, it, it could be uh, with Net- Nestor Cortez in there as well. It could be the best rotation in baseball and throw in a bullpen that is always, always good. And they added to- uh, Tommy Canley this year as well. Um, they're going to be able to win a lot of baseball games this year. And I would not be shocked if, if the Yankees were that team. And I have to throw at you this one as well, being from the great state of Wisconsin. Milwaukee Brewers are at 85 and a half wins. How do the Brewers not get to this number this year? Because I think that they're going to find a way to disappoint once again. <laughs> do they, they, the Brewers are a really frustrating team for, for many reasons. Uh, but I, I, I believe that they're going to fall below that number as well this year, unfortunately. I really like what the a few of the shrewd moves the Cubs made this year, so I expect them to get better. Um, the Cardinals added um, um, Contreras to catch for them. That's a great transition from Yachty to Contreras there to add to their already two MVP candidates in uh, Goldschmidt and Arenado. Um, they just there's nothing really flashy about this Brewers team in a tough division. So um, unless the starting pitching carries them the whole way, which it can do a pretty solid job. That rotation is still one of the better in the national league. Um, but uh, there's just not enough offense there for me to like them over on this number. Yeah, but I'm right there with you. It's a case of which you've got Christian Yelich making just all those millions of dollars for 14 home runs. Like we've got last season, <laughs> but a man that it's a home run every single time he joins this show is you, Andrew Kayla. You do a great job over there at covers. I always do appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Greg. And it was good to be able to talk a little baseball here on the Greg Peterson Experience. And coming up next, let's talk about some Big Ten basketball for Tuesday here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Sports fans, the football season is now over and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your place to be for basketball and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered on every odd line and boost. Join us every week for such specials as the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Foot or Pro Basketball, I should say, Bet and Gets, and so much more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today because it's a whole new game. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. It was great to have Andrew Kaley on in the last segment talking some MLB. Those of you guys that know me, you know that I've got two primary sports, college basketball and the MLB. I'm going to see if I could get into the KBO as well a little bit because I remember doing that a few years ago. And when the Greg Peterson Experience airs, once you get into KBO season, Sometimes you've got games that start like as the show is wrapping up. Sometimes it's like two hours later. I know that there are good people listening that some of you guys are pulling something like a graveyard shift. Some of you find men and women do things like overnight nursing. You're able to go down the list. And I'm always a fan of being able to get in some sweats at like 2 a.m. So that's something that I'm going to need to look into. But Right now, I've got my hands full with college basketball because we get 150 games every college basketball Saturday, and, well, that takes up a lot of time to be able to take a look at him. We've got a lot to take a look at in terms of a Big Ten that has been very, very murky, but let's start off with this matchup as we go to my home state of Wisconsin. 643, 644 on the board. It is the Badgers, and they're going to be playing us to Michigan. Michigan's anywhere between a pickup to a one-point underdog, and your total is between 130 and a half and 131. Now, if there was a way to describe the Wisconsin Badgers betting year of 2023 thus far, it would get two thumbs way down. They are 2-12 and 12 against the spread in their last 14 games. Less than savory to say the least, and one of those covers came against Ohio State, which, I mean, if you've been betting on Ohio State recently, boy. Nothing but a pit of sadness there for Ohio State. But with Wisconsin, I'm going to be begrudgingly willing to back them in the spot because if you take a look at Michigan and the way that they defend at home versus on the road, it's completely Jekyll and Hyde. It's a Michigan team that overall 133rd in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis, but they give up 11.5 points more per 100 possessions when they're in a road-slash-shoot-record environment rather than when they are at home. And for Michigan, the one thing that they do is they guard the arc. They're actually 63rd in the country out of 363 D1 teams in terms of opponents' three-point shooting percentage. Here's a problem, though, with Michigan. At home, opponents are shooting about 27.9% from three-point range. You take them outside of their home environment, they are allowing opponents to shoot 37.3% from three-point range. Just completely different, and for both of these teams, they both do a nice job of controlling the ball. You're not going to see a lot of dead possessions in this game. Both of these teams fewer than 10 turnovers per game, but you've got the Bombers for Wisconsin that is going to be able to exploit that bad Michigan road defense. You've got Connor Asesian, a couple of Chucky Upper, and they both combine for about 24.5 points per game. Both of these guys shoot above 42% from three-point range. I love what they're able to bring to the table. And then you've got Tyler Wall and Stephen Crawl. Both of these guys give you about... 11 half to 12 points per game. They both individually give you about six rebounds per contest. So I do think that it's a tough matchup for Michigan, even though they are going to have the best player in this game. Hunter Dickinson, he is that best player. He's able to give you 18 points. Should start near 40% from three-point range. He's able to give you a block and a half per game. He's the top rebounder in this contest. You've got Kobe Bufkin throwing their Chad Howard, or throw in there, I should say, Jet Howard. They combine for 27.5 points per game. Howard at six foot eight. He's been able to shoot in the high 30s from three-point range. So these guys have been able to do a solid job as well. But that said, with Michigan, you don't necessarily have a lot of depth. You could be using 
a little bit more out of a guy like a Joey Baker. Meanwhile, for Wisconsin, you're able to go down the list and someone like a Max Kleesman has been able to give the team right around 10 or so points per game. I think that the ancillary pieces for Wisconsin are a little bit better. If you do have trepidation with this, I can't believe I'm saying this. Other than the Ethan Hap days, Wisconsin has always been a good free throw shooting team. They're absolutely terrible at the free throw line this season. For Wisconsin, they're shooting at the charity stripe as a collective 65%. That is 336th in all of college basketball. But I do think that while along with along with Stephen Crawl, the fact that both of these guys both give you about two and a half assists per game, the fact that they do a good job of going out the ball as big men, it does lend for a lot of options for this Wisconsin team. Wisconsin, they're right around 70th in the country in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. And I do think that this is going to come down to late game felling. If you were to take a look at it on the surface, you probably would get an under if it weren't for late game felling. But I think that this is going to be a nip and tuck game. You get a little bit of late game felling. So I did set my total at a 134. I'm going to be willing to go over in the spot. And with Wisconsin, made them a full two-point favorite. So I want to take them as a pick'em slash a one-point favorite. And I'm going to be willing to take a look at this total under as well. And then also out there in the Big Ten, this one is very fascinating. 617, 618 on the board. Our revenge spot for Illinois as they hit the road face off against Penn State. Penn State opened up a two and a half point underdog. Now we're seeing them at most places a three to three and a half point underdog with your total between 141 and a half and 142. And for Penn State, I think that they're going to be able to defend their home court in the great state of Pennsylvania. I set Penn State as the two point favorite. And the big reason why home and road splits once again. And that is something that you always want to be taking a look at in the Big Ten. And there are certain conferences where the home and road splits aren't too big. Like the Metro Atlantic, for example. You've got a lot of teams that they're taking the bus to get to games. That is not too bad to travel whatsoever. It's like almost being in high school where it's like, oh, like for me, I was playing for the Hortonville Polar Bears. We would go to Oconto Falls, which was like an hour away. It's like, okay, we're jumping on the bus and we're going to play some basketball. Whereas with other of these teams, it's like, oh, we're going from Wisconsin to Newark, a 900-mile flight. That is something that you always want to take into account with regards to your handicapping. I'm sure that there are many people listening to the show that you travel for work. It's always something that throws you for a little bit of a loop when you go through time zones, when you have to deal with all that travel, you get hangups. These student athletes are probably getting a little bit better than just a regular flight where you're getting like a bag of peanuts and that's about it. But that said, certainly does take a lot out of college kids in my opinion, but you do take a look at this spot and for Penn state, They've been able to do a good job of going bombs away from three-point range, and they've got a player that deserves recognition for All-American, in my opinion, Jalen Pickett. He's able to give you 17 and a half points, seven boards, seven assists, shoots in the mid-30s from three-point range, and they've got the Funk, Andrew Funk. He's been able to give you about 12 and a half points per game. He shoots over 40% from three-point range. Seth Lundy, he's able to give you 13 points, six boards. He shoots over 40% from three-point range. You take a look at this Penn State team as a whole. They're shooting as a collective. 38.7% from three-point range. That is number 10 in all of college basketball. That elevates to north of 41.5% from the outside when they're in a roadside shoot record environment. And for Illinois, they've been able to do a really good job with their defense. They're actually a top 20 team in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. Here's the thing, though. They give up 15.9 points per 100 possessions more when they're away from home than when they are at home. Now, you've got a lot of good versatility with this team. You've got TJ Shannon, Dane Danger, throw in there Coleman Hawkins. All these guys give you at least five rebounds per game. Matthew Meyer as well. Meyer's been able to give you a double-figure amount of points. And now 11 out of the last 13 games. Comes in for Baylor, shooting it well from three-point range. Shannon does a good job of helping out a defense that they've been able to do a relatively solid job of being able to force turnovers. But here's the big thing with this game. You've got a Penn State team that in terms of turnovers on a per-possession basis on offense, they're number one in all of college basketball. Illinois, they turn the ball over a little bit over 13 times per game. It's a little bit of a wrench spot. Last time these two teams played, Penn State went into Champaign. They were able to get the job done. They were able to get the win. You have to go back to December 10th for that game. And Penn State shot it well from three-point range in that one. But I just don't see how this game is going to be a whole like lot different. I do think that Penn State is going to be able to control this game. They don't necessarily do the world's greatest job down low, but for Illinois, you don't have that guy like we saw last season being able to just completely dominate down low. Like, oh, I don't know, Kofi Coburn. So I do think that this is a good spot for Penn State. 
If you get up off the mat, it's been a little bit rough for them in weeks, recent weeks, but Illinois does have a tough time defending when they are away from home. I did set this line at two. I'm going to be willing to lay with Penn State. Penn State, a team that ranks in the bottom 40 nationally in terms of total possessions per game. Illinois, more around 100th in the country in terms of total possessions per game. I do think that you get something in the middle with regards to the total. So I did set my total at a 139. This is an instance where I'm going to be taking a look at the under. And with Penn State, I did set them as a two-point favorite. So I'm going to just personally bypass the points. I'm going to be taking them outright on the money line. What you do with that to each your own. I know that there are some people that they always just take the spread regardless. There are some that are willing to dive in on a plus money line like I'm going to be willing to. So either way, I do like Penn State in this spot. And I do like this VEASAN pro tip. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You're able to sort these all by show and by sport. And if you're taking a look at the MLB futures market, now's a good time to be able to dive in. Pitchers and catchers are going to be reporting relatively soon. With all the hoopla of football, with all the hoopla of basketball, many of these moves that were made in the baseball hot stove, they went a little bit under the radar. So try to find some value now before those moves, they become a little bit more pronounced once these pitchers and catchers report. And coming next on the Greg Peterson Experience, going to give you guys my DK and pick for this College Basketball Tuesday here on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.